Sweet as Honey, the podcast. Hello, honeybees. Welcome to another episode of the Sweetest Honey Podcast. Sweetest Honey in the Podcast. Yeah, what they said. <laughs> We're excited to be back and that it is not September 11th anymore. Yeah. Um, that is that. Okay, so I'm 30. So when 9-11 happened yeah. 20 years ago, yeah, I was 10. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. No, I didn't really either. I was in seventh grade. Yeah. And like, I remember somebody being like, a plane flew into the World Trade Center. And I was like, Is it supposed to what, do that? What is the World Trade Center? Right. And don't get me wrong, like, super terrible that it happened. Oh, right? for sure. Like, it was definitely our generation's Pearl Harbor. If we're looking historic-wise, attack on America. Okay. But everybody that I've seen has been posting all of, like, the let's go back to September 12th, 2001, when we were all united, and we were all this, and we were all that. We were all united against brown brown people. people. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, like, a part that they're excluding completely about how (laughs) uh, Muslim and Middle Eastern people were wrangled Mm-hmm. after september 11th and put into concentration camps and taken prisoner mm-hmm. and still treated like shit and discriminated against to this very day yeah. and also y'all do know that that's the reason that we have all of the fun stuff that we do before getting on airplanes now right um i feel like it's a discriminatory and yeah um, it's a racist practice it is not my favorite thing and one thing that americans will definitely be united on is the subject of racism okay hear me out so when it comes to 9-11 we'll never forget about that it's fine you know what i'm saying because that is something that we've kind of unanimously decided is an american issue and we think about americans we think about white people nobody is as vocal or as impacted by or as defensive of this country as white people are. White people are the ones that are like, 9-11, we will never forget. No, we could never forget that something like that happened. Also, in U.S. history, I'm pretty sure that's in the books and that like kids have to answer that on tests. So right. like we can't really forget it. But also, can we talk about systemic issues? Can we talk about the way that we treat disenfranchised and um, marginalized groups of people? Can we talk about that? And can how we those not heroes- forget about that? Can we talk about um, racism in this country? Can we talk about slavery? No, we're supposed to forget that part. But yeah. since this other thing that happened happened to people who are probably working class people who were at a job yeah. at that time. It probably was a pretty high paying job at the time. So it would have been a majority of white people affected by this tragedy at the time. I don't think that any of that is a coincidence. I am very sorry for anybody who has suffered a loss on September 11th mm-hmm. of 2001. I am so I sorry imagine. for the lives that have been lost, the people that have been traumatized or hurt or damaged by those things. But in this climate, it's also really important to reflect on the language that happens around that, the conversations that happen around that, and the way that that energy is different when yeah. we discuss other things and other populations of people. Right. It's uh, they're, they're comparing September 11th and our unification similarly to the <clears throat> way that we were 
um, when we won the uh, Revolutionary War, right, mm-hmm. and won our independence, we were all unified in that moment. And that, like, okay, they won their independence, but continued to hold black people as slaves like i didn't so in a similar manner i'm not saying that like any of that uh is is what happened on september 11th but it has been completely whitewashed and Mm -hmm. male whitewashed Mm -hmm. to the to the point of the good guys were white dudes Mm -hmm. and the bad guys were middle eastern dudes Mm -hmm. and so and everybody else in between is just collateral damage the women and children who gives a fuck about that yeah and then like even the heroes that they chose to um spotlight right Mm -hmm. were all dudes yeah and like the women the uh members of the lgbtqia plus people of color were completely erased exactly yeah and it happens every single time. And then this part, if you don't just like completely support all the September 11th stuff that you're seeing, you're viewed as unpatriotic. Mm-hmm. And that's not the that's case. Not it when, at all. when, like, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. So what were you going to say? That's not it at all. Y'all will not meet anybody with more empathy in their like. Mm. Being an empath can be like debilitating sometimes. I cannot imagine had I, and I did not personally know anybody that suffered a loss because of that. If I did suffer a loss, it might've been a very, very distant family member that, you know, I I don't know or didn't know at the time or know anything about. Um, And I would never wish that on anybody. I cannot imagine how differently I might've felt about it at the time. Had I known somebody who, you know, maybe had a parent who was there Mm -hmm. or a sibling who was there. I didn't. And none of this is to say anything about their deaths or, you know, anything about the souls or spirits of the deceased or anything about the deceased other than my condolences. I hope that they're resting in peace. I'm sorry that they lost their lives to this tragedy. Like it was a day at work. Like that is horrifying. I cannot imagine how terrified they must have been in those last moments. I cannot imagine just the damage that that did. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just to, you know, physically to um, people's bodies and to the edifices, but, you know, to spirits and to families and to children and grandchildren. And yeah, I mean, that is horrible. Um, but it is really interesting still to kind of see, because now I'm a grown up. And I can kind of see, I, I, you know, I was there. I mean, this has been an event that I've been cognizant of for mm-hmm. my whole life, you know, like at 10, like I was like, well, this is scary. I might not have completely understood the magnitude of what was happening, but this is scary. And I am like a kid and this feels really big and really scary and understanding. And even the way that I'll hear the way that some people kind of reframe those things now or speak differently about those things now. And I've even lived long enough now to see younger kids that are like Mm. 10, 15 years younger than I am kind of adopting to that rewritten version of history and talking about these things, even though they weren't there. um, You know, these are, it's information, it's stories, it's information that's been passed down through. And we know the way that um, pertinent information can be kind of left in the sieve when we... (laughs) 
We're playing a game of telephone. Exactly. So Oral history. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that just like September is like a weird month. Like in the beginning, we've got September 11th, the end of the month. You know, I've got like some familial Mm. anniversary stuff going on. So like that's just, well, September is a weird month and we are transitioning away from talk about September 11th. But we do still need to talk about some other political things that are going on because um, even though nothing is on fire physically right now, um, I just kind of feel like being on fire is just over, like it's just a vibe, right? Um, I would like to preface this with (laughs) a thought. I was on TikTok Uh yesterday and y'all like TikTok. I get it. Like the dancers are cringy. We think about it being kids, but I have like really found my little space of TikTok. I do not post TikTok content. Do not look for me on TikTok. I am not on TikTok. You will not find me on TikTok. If I'm on TikTok, you need to let me know because I was not on TikTok on purpose. Nobody has my consent Mm -mm. for me and my little chocolate face and chocolate booty to be on TikTok. So if you see me on TikTok, that's a problem and you need to let me know. I don't even have a TikTok. We have a shared TikTok. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's your TikTok. I, you, I just use it for when you send me videos so I can actually see them. Well, that's fair. Um, but also I could just download them and send them to you, which is what I do anyway. Anyways, <laughs> I thought it was really interesting <laughs> that, you know, the, my people on TikTok, like I see like a lot of, um, amazing educated people who are knowledgeable and can share things and they're Mm. funny and cynical and delightful it's like dark humor it's a lot of like political humor it's a lot of fact-based stuff that i can like take some information from a tiktok and go on like a research journey and learn something like right that's my tiktok space like Mm. it's like witch talk strip talk sex work tiktok like yeah and then sometimes i'll be like oh so cute look at all these puppies but tiktok's algorithm is very aggressive so like if you like something tiktok will be like oh you like that you want some more that you fucking like that don't you yeah here's some more that here's some more that here's some more that you want some more that you like that don't you wow yeah that's intense so somebody taught me on tiktok yesterday um and they didn't teach this to me i know that anything you know constructed before a certain year because i had a real estate license lead-based paint Lead-based things, lead in everything was like a major problem. And especially when we think about the median age of people who are currently our representatives in the White House and the Senate. Um, And Mm -hmm. (laughs) the fact that lead can do such damage to your body and to your brain. I just want you guys to take a listen to this something that crosses your mind but you don't say it out loud because if you did people would think you're crazy that millions and millions of people particularly older people have irreversible brain damage caused by lead poisoning i think that one thing a lot of particularly young people tend to forget is that there's a reason why when you go to the gas station it always says unleaded fuel Lead used to be in everything. It was in gasoline, which inevitably ended up in the air. It was in pipes that people got their drinking water from. It was in ceramics. It was in paint that could peel off and tasted sweet and children would eat it. And unfortunately, the ramifications of that were that a ton of people ended up 
getting parts of their brain damaged that are important for things like decision making and anger management and empathy. And don't tolerate abuse or anything, but think about that next time a boomer screams at you. And that was from TikToker Jack of All Chaos. I will be sure to leave their information in the show notes so that you can follow them if you'd like to, check out their other content if you'd like to. But I love it when I'm able to piece things like that together. Because of course, we all know about like, a lot of us know. I mean, I I won't presume that everybody knows that. Like I have that knowledge because of a niche career choice. But yeah. Lead-based paint. If you have built a house, I think it's before 1973 or five, um, you know, when you you have to have like a literal addendum to a contract when you go to sell a house or buy a house that states that it's before that construction, you have to acknowledge that there may be lead-based paint in that house, or you have to disclose in a property that you're selling that it has been painted with lead-based paint. Now, why do people still buy the houses if they know or that there's even the potential of that? Because, I mean, the aesthetic. I mean, you can get rid of the paint. You can re-drywall your house. You can repaint. If it's not peeling off or you're not eating it, it's not necessarily that it's fumes. There could just be trace amounts of that depending on the type of paint. Um, do they have to change out all, like, lead pipes? I don't know the answer to that question. Mm. That sounds like maybe something to ask uh, an inspector or a builder plumber or yeah maybe yeah um i don't know any of those but i also don't feel like lead pipes would be able to withstand like the complexities of like of our system you know of our septic systems and stuff nowadays i don't know um but that would be the reason that people i mean people just Mm. Everybody doesn't care. A lot of the times, if you have an older house, that house is not going to be intact. You're going to have to tear down some walls. You're going to have a different vision for what you'd like to do with it anyway. So a lot of the times, if you get a house that was built in the 1890s, it's either like a super preserved and a very well taken care of historic property Mm -hmm. that's probably protected by your city or township or or like it is falling apart. It's falling apart. It's disgusting. It's terrible. Structurally, it might still be sound, but you're basically going to want to gut it and take everything else Mm -hmm. out of it and just completely redo everything and keep as much of the original aesthetic or shape or, you know, certain things can still be restored. Um, But a lot of the time with houses that old, you're probably going to want to just gut it and get rid of it. There's one of those for sale right down the street uh, or down the road. Mm. In our area, so so yeah. Uh, what did, what did you think about that video? I so the first when you sent it to me, I was like, oh, that's like, why we all think they're fucking nuts because they're sl- like something's not right. Well, and why like I feel like people's minds are deteriorating a little bit more quickly than mm-hmm. they have previously, and of course I would never say that to my like anybody. Uh, mm-hmm. over the age of 60 yeah but not to their face but like something that i have noticed is is that like once they hit that age like they do start to decline and it is it is quick yeah um and i know that like some of that's just old age but this lead-based paint like stuff makes like there's an underlying yeah. issue and guys i was not gonna say slow to- i think i was trying to say struggling and yeah. sl came out so like i don't want Sluggling. anybody that you know what i'm saying like i would mm. not use that type of i got you language but yeah i was like oh 
So that makes sense. I mean, like, Joe Biden is an intelligent man, but... um, He's 800 years old. Yeah, and... Somebody else mentioned that their parents were probably also drinking when they were pregnant with them. Oh, yeah, and smoking, totally. Um, Oh, I forget the the piece of medium that they um, referred to. I don't remember if it was a show or a TV, but they were like, so-and-so in such and such a style, but then like in a bar, resting their wine glass on their belly. And mm. I was like, oh yeah, because I think it it was in the 70s. Again, it was like, ni- maybe it was se- around 75. Like yeah. there was a lot of things that happened like right in like the mid 1970s that were like, guys, we have to get, we need to do a little bit better. Okay, like we're going to start regulating some stuff. Maybe don't drink until after you've had your baby. Maybe don't. Mm. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe smoking. Maybe that's why they're coming out tiny and having issues with their breathing. And like, maybe let, let's not do that. Mm. We think that that's a bad idea. We're going to do some more research, but we feel like it's safe to say that you, you don't do that. And I feel like all these people is of that age that their parents would have been. Well, I'm just saying. So like my sis, my middle sister is how 11 old? years older than yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mid 40s, <laughs> mm-hmm. right at this point. And like had my mom, my mom was alive during that age, like was ha- having kids during that age. So like, had she not been so stuck up the church's ass, mm-hmm. like she totally would have been doing those things. And like, mm-hmm. would my sister be the same that she is now mm-hmm. or? Don't you love those little hypotheticals? Oh my God. The answers to questions that we will never know. Or like, had this happened you know, what would this person be like now, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Cool. So, that is an interesting thing. And while we're talking about um, Mr. Joseph Robinette Biden, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, Mr. President Joseph Robinette Biden, I would like to take a moment to talk about the political just unrest <laughs> Generally speaking, I don't know if you guys knew about this. I did not know about this. Like, it's amazing how easy it is to be away from the news if you're just not on social media or like using your phone. I don't watch a ton of television. I realize like I watch TV the last couple hours of my day, usually in bed. And sometimes I can be bothered to pay it attention. Sometimes not. Um, Right now, I cannot handle the news cycle. And as you know, I'm not on Instagram. So... If there is news that I need to find, like Google will suggest it to me sometimes. Or I just tell you. (laughs) Or, yeah, like I, I, but like I have to seek it out. Like it's not just in front of me all of the time. Um, But on Thursday, what did our president announce, honey? Oh, so he announced a vaccine mandate a federal vaccine mandate mm-hmm. and um I, it makes me cringe a little bit like but i also understand it at the same time but the way he went about it i feel like is going to create even more uh of a divide than we already have I so i was 100 percent expecting you to say a people and i'm kind of disappointed that you didn't <laughs> 
Oh, what? You, upheaval? I thought you oh, were going to say it's going to cause upheaval. a lot more upheaval, and you didn't. I and didn't. I was expecting um, you to. I, well, <laughs> I don't I, know I, why. <laughs> I apologize about that. Um, but yeah, so one of the main parts and uh, the source of, of my information is coming from CNN, mm-hmm. um, is that he's making the labor department to require all businesses with a hundred or more employees that they either have to vac- vaccinate, get vaccinated, or they have to be tested once a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the com- if they don't, they could like face up to like thousands of dollars worth of fines per employee. Mm-hmm. And that's privately owned or publicly owned businesses. Mm-hmm. And then also all federal employees have to uh, get vaccinated. But there's no option for them to be tested as opposed to getting vaccinated. Like, they just straight up have to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So he's doing this right after, you know, Texas came out with all of their abortion bullshit, right? And if you don't know what's going on in Texas, (sighs) Texas has signed into legislation that... Texas law prohibits abortions as early as six weeks. So basically when a heartbeat is detected, Mm -hmm. basically that is a protected entity. It's a person in the eyes of the law of the state of Texas, which is really stupid. (laughs) And they've even taken it a step further where people can literally, if you have knowledge of somebody obtaining an abortion in the state of Texas, you can turn them in. And receive a reward for that. Yeah. Like, that is a thing that can happen in 2021. So... And in instances of incest and rape... They're not... They're not... It doesn't matter. Yeah. It does not matter. Sorry about it. Sorry about it is basically what they said. You have six weeks. The dudes said you have six weeks because they pretend to know what a menstrual cycle is and how it works. And then we had another friend that posted a video of this representative, literally them being like, well, how do you, how do you think that women feel about that? And the man's like, well, you know, I'm not a woman, so I don't know. And I'm just like, yeah, exactly. We're not a fucking woman. Why do you have an opinion about it in the first place? You fucking old creep. This is not even your jurisdiction. You have no idea what you're talking about. Get the fuck out of here. And guys, just so you know, a menstrual cycle, it's not just like, okay, so we think about like our menstrual cycle that is like the week that people with the parts equipped for this process we bleed that's what we think about like the three to seven or eight or nine days for some people that we're bleeding but like the entire month like all of the parts of your cycle that's your luteal cycle and your luteal cycle includes times where you're fertile times where you're the most likely to get pregnant times when you're not when you ovulate when you're not ovulating when you're in your fertile window Mm -hmm. so when people are talking about trying to conceive and they're doing the tracking that's what they're doing so my cycle is about 28 days the entire cycle from like the last day of one period to the first day of the next or something like that is 28 days for me like Mm -hmm. for my body somewhere it's usually between 26 and 29 it's 28 on average so (laughs) if i have my period And then I have my period, you know, like I get off my period. Technically, you can still have a period if you're pregnant. Um, You can still bleed. You can still spot. Your body can still feel the same way that it did. Um, 
And for some people, your cycle can be up to about six weeks. Everybody does not necessarily have a period a month. I've had two periods in a month. I've had Mm -hmm. two months where I went without a period. I've had birth control that, you know, would make my body do something different than that anyway the point of that i'm saying all of that to say there is no way that within a six-week period it is possible for every person who is capable of being pregnant to know that they're pregnant in that six-week period of time and to be able to terminate the pregnancy if that's the way that they choose to go about it right and to like even further to that point even if i have the most perfectly consistent period of all time (laughs) Mm -hmm. if it's if i miss like i don't start on time Mm -hmm. that's essentially i have two weeks to know whether or not oh shit i'm pregnant Mm -hmm. that's all it is the the male lawmakers are saying you have six weeks no max you have two Mm -hmm. maximum to know if you're pregnant so you know how even the instructions on a pregnancy test will tell you, like, if you literally, if I'm supposed to start tomorrow, my pregnancy test is not going to be able to pick up on the levels of HCG, which Mm-mm. are the pregnancy hormones. That is what that is. That's all that's going to give you that. That's how you can end up with false pregnant, false positives on pregnancy tests. Those HCG levels or those hormone levels can fluctuate. Other things can cause those fluctuations as well. Medication, menopause, um, certain people that have certain pelvic or ovarian or uterine disorders or diseases. There's a number of reasons that anything in your body at any time could tell you that like the levels are higher, lower, where they're supposed to be when they're really not. So, yeah, they're just trying to make it as impossible as possible. What I don't understand is, like, why do the men of this country hate people with vaginas and women so much? That's the part that I can't wrap my mind around. What is there to gain from that? Is it just money? Oh, it's definitely money. And it's it's money and power. Because women are getting too mouthy and are starting to understand their worth and aren't just taking all of the bullshit that Mm -hmm. they have been and the dudes are like okay what can we control what can we do to fix this what Mm -hmm. can we do to knock them back down to their where they're supposed to be we need term limits we need to know our place we need term limits and we need (sighs) a cap of ages and i feel like The people that these representatives cater to, like, out of everybody, and technically they should be representing at least the majority of people, um, and the majority of people who are on this earth are not, like, babies and infants, Mm -mm. and they're not the elderly, Mm -mm. so, and they're not the rich, So I'm just like, you are really missing a lot of middle ground with this. And this is why it's so important to vote. This is why it's so important to understand what's going on. Because when we don't, do you know who's definitely going to show up? All these fucking psychopaths with, you know, 45 shit still on. People that still think 45 is the president. People (laughs) who have like mounted the American flag to the back of their Chevy Silverado and Ford F-150. 
um, those people are definitely going to show up. They are like, they, they're going to do that. Um, they're going to do that. I don't. While singing. Oh, they're going to be super happy about it. We sang that in the grocery store. At least I know I'm free. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) They're going to show up to vote. So I'm, I, I just, I feel really sad and scared a lot. And then like my brain is very susceptible to like alternative thought processes. Mm-hmm. And so when I hear enough of those things, I'm kind of like, yeah, I can see how that's possible. <laughs> so to that, along those same lines, mm-hmm. um, in regards to um, the Texas abortion piece of legislation at this point Mm -hmm. uh there are white women who have been saying and comparing this to um like dressing up like handmaids Mm -hmm. from the handmaid's tale right um even to the point uh there's a church uh in the city where we live Mm -hmm. um the metro area Mm -hmm. that there are two female pastors and they dressed up as that and did this whole thing right But I saw someone talking about, um, and this was a person of color talking about how, what a privileged thought process that was or mind frame of mind to have. And I didn't quite understand it initially. And I've been thinking about it ever since. And I still just, and I'm sitting here clearly in my privilege to be like, well, I don't get it. Do you have any thoughts on that? On why? It sounds like that person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about to me. (laughs) Um, It sounds like they kind of misunderstand privilege in that context. Mm. Um, I think that that's an awesome way to use your privilege because with your privilege is a bad thing if you don't use that privilege for Mm. good. I feel like in that instance, they use their privilege for good. They're white. That's already got people's attention. People will shut up and listen. That doesn't mean there's going to be a white man not trying to over talk her, but she's white. So that helps. (laughs) So she's a white woman who we know like next to the white man is the next most powerful person in this country. Um, So eyes are already on them. They already are kind of taking the scrutiny that they may face from like white people, other white people who might, might find them superior and making a spectacle. And they're drawing attention to a cause that is personal to them. It's personal to other people, while it may not be something that directly impacts them. For example, it wouldn't directly affect us. We don't need abortions. Like, unless, God forbid, something violent happened to us, that is not something that in our everyday lives right now that we need to be worried about. Mm. We do not have a need for abortion care at current Um, with the things that we understand that are predictable in our lives and the behaviors that we have control over, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that that's really rad. I love that they're female pastors who were like, we're going to go in for, I assume they're white. Um, I think one of them is white and the other one is is white passing. Okay. So. I should have asked for clarity on that. Well, I did say white women. Okay. Um, I thought that I heard that I just needed to clarify and then just kind of the um, scrutiny coming from a a woman of color, a person of color kind of made me uh, go to that place because it's common. You know, it's what I see. It's what I engage with. And I mean, it might even be a way that I engage, you know, like I do find myself to be very critical of white women who 
claim to do things for like the greater good and it may be self-serving, but I'm also very critical of all people who (laughs) might be claiming to do one thing and then doing something else. So I don't agree. I think that maybe they misunderstood um, the goal or that they just are seriously like anti-choice. And that was the reason that they disagreed with the way they were going about things. Mm. What do you think? Well, I think that maybe maybe it was just misunderstood or misconstrued, you know, because I do think um, like these women that created this video that I've seen mm-hmm. um, are pastors of like the most inclusive church in Alabama, period. Mm-hmm. And so I know that they would never intentionally do any of that. And before they even made the video, I guarantee that they spoke to Um, other people of color on staff to make sure that everything lines up like they have a whole person on staff just for um, uh, as as a uh, BIPOC to consult and guide them and make sure like a liaison yeah Mm -hmm. essentially Um, and then for so I don't know I think it was misconstrued on that because I don't think that that's how yeah and I don't understand how that could be I really don't misconstrued for, for racism on that. So. Yeah. Do you know what still like blows my mind? What's that? I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't understand how somebody who could be pregnant. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to just say women because it's not just women. Mm-hmm. I mean, but in this context, women and other people who could get pregnant, how you could support that type of policy as though it's not an act of violence against you. I'm just like, this applies to you too. You're not being the one, that would be like me fat shaming fat people. That would be like me being like, I don't like black people to other black people. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? How do you hate who you are so much that you're willing to just like, yeah, well like men would know best, I guess. How have you lived that long in this world? And it's not even just the ones who might have been eating lead paint potato chips. I'm talking about we've got 20 year olds mm-hmm. that think that that's how they feel right mm-hmm. now. We have 30 year olds that think that that's how they feel right mm-hmm. now. And maybe it is how they feel. I just don't understand how that's like a homophobic homosexual. That's like a, 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 I just, I don't understand it. How, what happens in one's life to where you end up being a woman who supports anti-woman violent policy? I really just don't know. Um, It's like, why are you so obsessed with me? Like, that's how I feel about right. these dudes right. providing so much legislation. Ain't none of them going to throw hands, though. That's my thing. Because I'm just like, I want to punch all these white men in yeah. the face. And they say it's about, like, the kids. It's about the children. But they no, don't it's care not. about the children because that are locked up in fucking cages. Because if you gave a shit about cages. the children, where is the money going to help the people that already have five, six, seven, eight, nine kids? You don't want like it's like anything that happens, there is something paradoxical that they also don't support. They mm-hmm. don't support the cause or they support the cause 
as a means to an end or they support the effect as a means to an end. So example, you are just like, oh, I'm pro-life. It is about the children. We care about the kids. That is a human being. Okay, that's fantastic. So when that kid gets here, are you making sure that they can afford medication, food, their parents are being paid a living wage, where they're only supposed to work for X amount of hours so that they can support enough for their family working one job during those working hours, or you're paying for childcare, you're making sure that people have access to birth control because we don't want to, we don't want anybody getting abortions. No, so you can't have birth control either that's fantastic so what about vasectomies mm-hmm. oh no 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 nothing for men what about more affordable health care no 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 just no no abortions and don't get pregnant okay but we don't want to have sex I mean, you can uh, we don't need to because we it. our husbands you know what I'm saying like from white Christian God says that like, we're supposed to be like subservient and like lay with our husbands in our marital bed. Right. So what, how, what, if we are not in a place where we can afford more children, the government's not going to help us to support those children. And I can't get rid of a child just because it doesn't fit with what goes on right now, but I still want to perform, perform my marital duties. How something has to give. So what is it? <laughs> and then we want to turn around and talk about crime rates in the next, you know, 10, 15, 18 years. But, and that's the thing is that's what uh, Governor Abbott from Texas did. He turned right around to be like, you know, no, rape and incest aren't included in this because, you know, we've got the best uh, law patrol in the nation and no, they're going to go no, out. No, this is not a police issue. There are not going to be any. Yeah. This is not a police issue. Mm-hmm, that's what, what is, he was trying so to. So now what? Mm-hmm. What other resources do you mm-hmm. have? Because there are resources for things like this. Mm. Just I feel worst. like you should incentivize people to maybe slow down on procreating for a while. We don't have enough resources. Our country's already freaking, we're drowning in debt. Like it is an unfathomable amount of money that the lawmakers and other representatives in this country have all agreed to. And now we're, we, I mean, I'm not shit. Y'all could kiss my ass. I didn't tell y'all to go over there blowing up other people's shit and shooting all them people. That's not what I said to do. That's not what I would have supported. Never, mm. ever. That's ridiculous. I would be like, how can we help each other? What do you have that we need? And what do we have that you need? That are not weapons. Food, education, what, what, what do we need? Why are we fighting? What are we doing? What are we doing? We can, we can share toys. I think we can figure out how to do that. I just, you know, I, I don't understand. And it's really scary and it's really upsetting. It's not a good time, but it really doesn't make me laugh to think about the fact that their moms were probably very, very drunk during their entire pregnancies with them. Hmm. Hmm. They did that whole thing. I don't know, babe. Like, I, and I, ever since Texas passed it, right? Like, I've been so nervous that Alabama's going to be next. Mm-hmm. But I've been reading, like, that I've been, like, I've been so anxious about it that I've been actively reading anything that says, like, Alabama and abortion, mm-hmm. right? So, from what I've read, though, like, they don't agree with um 
there not being exceptions to it and like some other things and so like it's not a proposed bill at this time and it shouldn't ever be a proposed bill oh it's definitely gonna happen and you guys if we make drugs illegal okay i like drugs i know where to go get some drugs i can call somebody and go get me some drugs right now if i wanted to doesn't mean that i can go to like walmart and get them but i can find them i'm sure that other people that want drugs can find them this is not going to eradicate abortion the same way that making sex work illegal does not eradicate sex work. It just makes it less safe. It just doesn't protect the people mm-hmm. that are going there. And I'm not trying to draw any parallels between people who want abortion, people who use drugs for whatever reason, at whatever capacity, and people who, um, what was the third example? That I just sex gave? workers. Yeah. And people who are sex workers or are seeking the services of sex workers. I'm not drawing a parallel with those things. I'm just saying, if you want an abortion, if you want somebody who provides sex working services, <laughs> if you want drugs, there's a way that you can get them. It's just going to make it less safe for you to be able to obtain those things when there's not laws that are meant to protect us. These right. are not laws of protection. This is not going to stop abortion. This, you know, I mean, the same way that like, shit, if I want to go and like get somebody to and put some fix a flight in my ass, I can go and get that done too. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's true. So all that it does, it just makes it, it that lack of access just makes it unsafe. You know what I'm saying? Like people will resort to doing desperate things for being in a desperate situation. And that's not fair. And I don't care how anybody feels about that at six weeks. If there is something happening inside of your body, I've been six weeks pregnant before. And I could have felt really, really differently about that. Had my circumstances been different at that six week pregnancy before, but like at six weeks, I was pretty sure that I was like, Oh no, like, what is going on with my body? Like something don't feel right. Like, is it, and did I get an STI? Cause I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like it was intentional, but at that timeline I was like, well, I shouldn't be feeling any like discernible differences right now. Like my, what? (laughs) It should be like a round period time right now. Like I shouldn't, you know? So (sighs) people get really, really creative in times of desperation and when you're desperate you're not going to make logical and sound decisions and logical and sound decisions are safe decisions when you're trying to figure out how to come up with an additional (laughs) you know 10 times x amount of you know tens of thousands of extra dollars per year mm-hmm. to take care of this other person mm-hmm. and to take care of yourself while you take care of that extra person. Mm-hmm. Cause taking care of yourself means making sure you can go to therapy. That means if you're, um, if you have a mental health battle, that means making sure that you've got your medication when you need your medication and that you can pay your psychiatrist to make sure that you have that. Oh yeah. You need insurance to be able to take care of those things for yourself as well. Now the state may take care of your child for X amount of time, but you still have to make sure you're taken care of. You know what I'm saying? If that dollar amount is like a dollar above where it needs to be normal fucking people with a perception of what it means to make $2,000 a month to just take care of one person. And now you have to take care of two. Now you have to get formula. Now you have to get clothes that this baby is going to outgrow immediately. And we're in the middle of a pandemic. Maybe you don't feel so safe going to a buy, sell trade group to get things like that. So you decide to buy them brand new. All that it's doing is just making things unsafe. 
people will always find and figure out how to get what they need or what they want. Mm -hmm. But I'm concerned with these people's safety because you shouldn't have to feel like a criminal because you're taking charge of your autonomy and being in control of your life and its trajectory. So it's just really sad and jacked up and it is terrifying. And I don't know who the fuck these people think they are because what? Huh? How do I go get a license to perform abortion? And I'll be like, okay, y'all come to the clubhouse, do the special knock and leave the password and then you can get into the club. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. what kind of fucking underground abortion railroad are we going to need at this point? And how am I going to be Harriet? That's all I'm trying to figure out at this point. Well, I know. And like, even in prior years before Roe v. Wade, like there was a network of people to do that exact thing that you're talking Mm -hmm. about to get women safe access to this because they would pay it under the table. And just like you're talking about it being unsafe, uh, not only sometimes were, you know, like terrible things were done to them and then they either still had the baby or terrible things were done to them and then they were completely infertile because of that so i mean and then you know the republican lawmakers would just say well i mean if you wanted to take care of kids you've ruined your chance to do it now and that's what god wanted for you when i'm just like (sighs) no if they were able to do this in a facility i can guarantee to you that they probably would have right decreased the risk of something major happening to them or them having some major impact by at least 90 percent this is absolutely wholeheartedly a war against impoverished people yes because the people who can afford these abortions are going to be able to afford to go out of state and get them or go to afford to these Have white men that get, show up and do it at their house yeah, for them. I was about to say these these dudes that are in the in these legislative branches that are making these laws are the ones that are knocking up all of these younger women and taking advantage of them and then being like here's some let me throw some money at you for mm-hmm. this abortion because you're not about to have my kid. Yep. And then it's not about the woman's choice, it's about you're going to ruin my reputation. And then also my lawyer's coming over here to get you to sign some papers. So you here's better not some ever NDA. anybody about this. So here's an NDA and here's a check. Shut your mouth. Yep. 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 It's just bullshit. So all of that to say, if you live in the state of Texas and you're trying to figure out how to go get you an abortion, like, I guess, like, message me and we'll figure it out. I don't, y'all, ugh. This Mm-mm. is so scary. And there are so many other things. Have Has anybody taken a look at like the Black Lives Matter, like laws and stuff that have happened that have absolutely nothing to do with black people and black lives? Yeah, go and take a look at the things that have changed in the last couple of years. Over there. Right. Let me see if I can find it. This is me coming back like three hours later. I could not find it. she legit looked for about that long but seriously um just if you have an interest in seeing what's going on seeing the way that things have changed and just kind of pointing out the irony of that there's always somebody on this podcast like just cutting up one of our children one of them acting out this time it's denver denver said pay attention to me and the answer is no bird (laughs) <laughs> no chicken yeah to which he would reply chicken <laughs> chicken <laughs> he's funny <laughs> chicken <laughs> still a little bitey but funny <sighs> yeah 
But yeah, guys, it's bleak. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'll need like a palate cleanser. So maybe we'll release like this sad episode and then like another one that is just silly. See, all there's always somebody. So y'all know the whole time I was looking for the Black Lives Matter legislature. It's been quiet this whole, the whole time. time. <laughs> that whole time. It's because I wasn't here. <laughs> That's not true. You were here for some of it. Uh, for the most part, I feel like I was gone. Okay. So like I said, you were here for some of it and it was quiet. So, but yeah, guys, um, I don't know. Let us know what your thoughts are. Email us info at sweetesthoney.love. I would be very curious to see if anybody else is feeling the same sense of impending doom <laughs> that I'm feeling because like, oh, why does everything have to be like the worst? I don't know. I really don't. The worst. I just want to live like in a good place. I just want to like hang out and have like land with like some cute little piglets to take care of that will turn into giant pigs to take care of. And they just get to be pigs from the time that they're piglets until they die. They don't ever have to be like bacon or pork chops unless that's just what we call them. But Mm. they could just live a pig's life and i would like to have a cow who could just live a cow's life (laughs) oh yeah yeah and just like maybe enjoy being told that they're pretty and scratched and brushed and have all of the fresh vegetables and food that they want to eat what are you gonna name the cow i don't know i haven't met them yet i don't know oh well i was just wondering if maybe you had like a few names already in mind or the cow has to tell me what their name is oh my bad yeah I mean, that makes sense. And as soon as I was asking it, I was like, I already know the answer I've never this. named anybody before seeing them. I'm always like, oh, you look like a, oh, you feel like a, <laughs> who are you? Hmm. Who are you? Except you do do that. My dog was like Nani. I was like, oh, Nani. Nanikins. Nan. Nubby Gale. <laughs> I hate it. I really wish... Like, I can't wait for you to get over so, that So, like, most dogs, <laughs> like, most Yorkies, when you get them, they have their tails docked. It's terrible. I would not voluntarily do it, but she came to me like that. Nothing that I can have control over, but she was just beautiful. And she just got this cute little nub. And it's my favorite thing when she gets really excited because that nub goes so fast. Like, she just shakes that yeah. little nub back and forth. So, like, we call her Nubby. It's really cute. And for whatever reason, the other night, I was just saying things like putting suffixes and prefixes of names together and somehow came up with Nubbygale and oh, laughed for like 20 minutes. Because you saw Abby Wambach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nubbygale. God. You hate it? I think it's so funny. Like I literally cringe every time you say it. You'll be fine. I will. I, I'm just excited for you to be over it. I'll never be over it. You will. Nubby Gale for life. Y'all hit us up if you want Nubby Gale perch. Hashtag team Nubby Gale. No. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> do not encourage this. Would, it, would you rather, would it make it better if I said Nubba Gale? Is that no. better? Like Abigail? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Abigail, you may kiss the bride. <laughs> Is and that what you, that was Yeah, from? and you immediately proceeded to say Nubby Gale. <laughs> no, I didn't. 
because I told you about that story like a day or two before that happened and I might have been referencing it again later because I was in an altered state okay when we had the nubby gale like we were in bed and I was being stupid and I was like nubby gale (laughs) like I was just calling her like a string of things and nubby gale came out and it was hysterical Anyway, yeah, so I feel like being silly now. So <laughs> we're going to log off of here. Like I said, y'all might just get like a little two-parter. You can be like have a little existential crisis with us and then giggle. So we love you guys. Make sure that you like this podcast. Make sure you share it with a friend. Make sure you follow us or subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. That could be Podbean. It could be Apple Podcasts, it could be iHeartRadio Podcasts, it could be Google Podcasts, it could be Spotify, Spotify, it could be on YouTube because I also syndicate to YouTube and they are still on the Sweetest Honey channel Oh, along with our old YouTube content. If you would be interested in that, I might have to look that over and it may need to come down. We'll see. I'll hmm. talk to my co-host and see how they feel about that being out there, but yeah and for the time being (laughs) at the time of recording go and look and if it's up then it's up (laughs) and if it's not then you're fucked no um that's what miss cardi b said and that's true (sighs) yes we love you guys thank you so much for listening to the podcast please still listen please share it with a friend yeah maybe Okay, but like, promise me that this won't be the first episode that you share (laughs) with a friend, unless they're just kind of spicy, like I am. Um, That's spicy. I mean, we're spicy. Spicy. I'm spicy. I love being spicy. I feel like I'm like mayonnaise. Ew. So you don't like Nubby Gale, but you'll just casually bring mayonnaise into a conversation. Yeah. Can y'all hear me rolling my eyes on her? But we love you. So we're going to make you giggle in a little bit. And thanks for toughing it out. And if you're having any of the hard feelings or sad feelings or big feelings, please share them because you're not the only person having the hard, the big, the sad, the scary. We're having those too. So it'll, it'll be fine. We think probably. Anyway, we love you. Bye. Bye.